Well, hello, my dear friends. Here we are again. This is this is Sharon, what has become a very good friend of mine. And uh, we are going to be starting to do videos a lot together. Um, we've connected. She, she happened to just see my channel out of, you know, a wonderful synchronicity of the world the way it is. And because uh, not too many people are watching right now. But she saw it. She loved what, the message that was being received. I was that I was receiving, and uh, we talked and found that we're on we're on a, a, the same path. Um, so as we were talking, we said, "Okay, let's let's do some videos together." And the first thing that came up for her, which I found amazing and another wonderful synchronicity, is she really has a heart for Ecclesiastes in the Bible, and. Um, this, when I first started exploring the idea of Christianity and reading the Bible for the first time, I read through from the beginning and kind of just went, okay, okay, cool, whatever. Didn't Nothing really affected me. But when I read Ecclesiastes, tears rolled down my face. I was, there was a release. I totally identified with the character. And I, I wasn't even aware at the time of how amazing of a character that person this really was or what he was or what have you. Uh, not full realization. But she's brought something to my attention that I kind of had an idea of, but maybe not to this at the same perspective. But now, as I see it, um, I, she, she, I see even a greater understanding of this is the most important thing, the oneness message that we are all one in every single way. And we are doing this. The reason why we are doing this is we are bringing this message to people, not as a religious statement. We're not asking for money. We're not asking for you to go to a church. We're not asking for anything of that nature. We simply want to bring the peace and love that this message has brought to us, to you. And uh, the more, I believe the more people, I believe when people understand this message, it will release anxieties, fears, angers, vengeances, mend relationships, um, in just about anything that harms us and causes strife or difficulties or pains in us seem to just kind of melt away in this message. I want that for everybody because it's a it's a beautiful thing. So we're looking at Ecclesiastes, Sharon, and uh, you were looking at three specific verses. Would you like to tell us what those three are and read them for us? Yes. Um, thank you, Steve. Uh, I wanted to share verses 9 through 11 of Ecclesiastics, because I think that just gets straight to the meat of this book, what it's really trying to say. And I know it says other things towards the end, but this is a great starting point. As um, most people know, this book was written by what the scripture says was a very wise man. King Solomon, one of the wisest men in his day. And he, he says in the first few chapters that he pondered this a lot. 
right? And this is the conclusion that he came to. And so did I, and so did Steve. So I'm going to read these three verses to you and then we'll take it from there. So verse nine, 10 and 11, starting with nine, it says, the thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new? It hath already been of old time, which was before us. There is no remembrance of these former things. Neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come with those that shall come after. So these, these verses are um, very plain and straightforward. And to put it in everyday language, basically what Solomon discovered in those days is that there is nothing new. Everything that ha is happening now happened before. And we don't remember. He says there is no remembrance of these things. So it means we're living in a forgetful state. All right. So we, for, I, I like to use this example. We don't remember that we can live underwater. But we did, we know we did because we were in our mother's womb in a sack of water and we breathed or we lived there for nine months as we know it. But we came out and we were somehow indoctrinated that it's, we will drown, you know? And so we got scared and fear came in and now we can't live underwater. But we have that as a memory. We have forgotten, just like King Solomon says. So as with that as a starting point, hopefully we can backtrack from there and figure out who it is that has forgotten who he is. We don't remember what we don't remember, right? And what if, like Steve said, we are the one? And only one. You know, what if we are that being who fell into forgetfulness? Yes, what if we were all already, what if we are already one? We just have forgotten that we are. Exactly. Yes. And, and we can't say anything for certain because we are forgetful. All right, so that means we need to leave ourselves open to these possibilities and turn them over in our minds and see what makes sense, right? For Steve and I, we have done this. We have reasoned this through and we have come to the realization that we are the one. Okay, yeah. now 
there are a lot of nuances in between, and we're going to go over all of this as the you know as we do future episodes. But I think that is the this is the best starting point for our uh, video series. You know, the understanding that we are the one, and our goal, like uh, Steve said, is to share with you the peace that has come into our life because of this realization. My life is completely changed. I was the most fearful person that I know. I lived in fear of everything. And I'm not saying I'm perfect now. I'm just saying it has helped me tremendously. And I want to share that with others. And so does Steve. And this is why we have connected and decided to do this series together. So Steve, I'll turn it back over to you. And do you have anything to add to, to that? Well, again, I'll go back to the fact that, okay, I identified so much with this character in the place and time that I was at. And um, that grew with the understanding, as you said. I mean, when he, he goes on to say many things like, what is wisdom even? Even though he was the wisest, where does it get you? It gets you nowhere. If to be the wisest means you have um, knowledge that nobody understands, so what does it matter? It has no purpose. Um, he, what He talks about things. And uh, I, at the time when I first read this, I didn't know that he was the wealthiest person ever at that time i mean he was at least the bill gates of this generation in fact it shows possibly that it could even be greater than that he had so much of the world's wealth it was unbelievable he had everything at his fingertips that he wanted at any time and he said it's all meaningless it's all meaningless and I identified this because I had always believed in my life that everything was meaningless. People really thought it was crazy because I didn't see the point to all of it. I didn't see the point to acquiring things. So I didn't. I was, you know, I, were, I was a workaholic mostly to fill my days. Than to actually and to try to acquire things sort of like what Solomon did, hoping that my mind was wrong, but it wasn't. It never filled me up. It gave me small little uh, satisfactions or what have you, or experiences and um, sensations. But through it all, I was always empty. And uh, I seem to always have this understanding that Really, what was the point of all of this? So now, uh, to, I, went, I, I, I went through Christianity. I didn't find it there necessarily through the message of what most of Christianity is giving now. And then I came to this understanding through a fellow, Santo Calarco and a few other people of universal salvation, which basically says that all takes the, the Christian paradigm or belief system and removes this idea that some will go to hell and some will this and says that we are all one 
and eventually all will believe it. And that changed my life, just that little bit. And in Ecclesiastes, I see a man struggling with that. And here he is, the wisest man in the world, struggling with this concept that we are already one, that the point is what is right now here where we are. This is it. And it is beautiful when we realize that we don't need to win. As he said, I won. I won. I won the world. Solomon won the world. He had <laughs> everything. I won. And it was all meaningless. So we're not winning. Nobody's winning. Nobody's losing. Nobody's better. Nobody's greater. Nobody's anything. We are all one. And that is what's the great. Yes, the greatest, the great, the winner, the everything is that we are all completely one. And um, yes, okay, we say that has removed uh, or removed or, or, or alleviated anxieties. <laughs> anxious, like you said, you were the most anxious. Well, I, I hope you weren't more anxious than me because God... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I, I lived in a state of anxiety that a state of anxiety that left me completely numb. I, I wasn't the, my only res resolution for the anxiety was to numb myself completely. So I, I personally went to alcohol for that and other people went other directions. But um, this understanding now I realize that nobody, like Jesus said, this is a great thing that we, we'd love to talk about Jesus. And you've mentioned before that Solomon is Jesus. We're Jesus. You're Jesus. We are all Jesus because we are all one. We are all each other. We are all the one. And Jesus said, forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. So all of the things I was angry at, knew not what they were doing including me when i didn't know this so i can forgive myself yeah. I, I knew not what i was doing <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know i was coming to know or you said i'd forgotten is a great way to put it i was coming to the re-understanding of what i'd forgotten and this is something new to me that you brought up the forgetting in this Ecclesiastes thing. Because I always believed we were all one, but I couldn't really piece together why, why we left. And there was a forgetfulness. And I think we'll do a, uh, I think this uh, a, would be a really good idea to do a video soon about why we forget. Not because I know, but because I want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> We're exploring, Steve. We're not suggesting that we're perfect. We, like I said, our goal is just to share the peace that we already have found in the little knowledge that we have. We want to give it to you. Yeah. So, you know, and as we get more and more clarity about, you know, who we are and what we're capable of and what life is all about, we want to pass that on to you. Why not? You know, yeah. and Steve, you said that 
the phrase, it's all meaningless, that could be construed by some construed by some people as depressing. Oh, this is meaningless. Why don't I just kill myself? Well, I think well, that's where Solomon was at the time, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, something we're going to talk about in the future as well. Meaning what Steve means by meaningless and what Solomon says, the way Solomon puts it in Ecclesiastic, he says all is vanity, which is kind of the same thing. It's all vanity. Um, it doesn't mean it's not fun. Okay. And we're going to explore the idea of how forgetting who we are can be fun and is fun. Yeah. We, we are just, we have turned it into something stress, stressful and, you know, we have anxiety over it. But the truth is, it is a wonderful thing to have forgotten who we are. And now we are in the process of remembering. And we know that since we are the one, we have dominion over everything in our world. But we don't know how to enact that dominion. We don't know what to do with that. But as we grow, we will know. And we, won't that be fun? I see that as something to look forward to, Steve. I don't know about you. It certainly can be. And I'm going to go a little further here and talk. I'll say, uh, do the next verses from Solomon to kind of like illustrate why it wasn't fun for him at the time. <laughs> and it wasn't fun for me when I read it because I cried so hard. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agreed with the, his because I identified with his pain. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the thing about fundamental Christianity. Is they tried to make it sound like he wasn't in pain here. Almost every church system I went to, every denomination tried to make it sound like he wasn't in pain here when he clearly was, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I said to myself, look, I am wiser than any of the kings who ruled Jerusalem. Remember, we said greater, bigger, greater. What verses are you reading now? Uh, 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said to myself, look, I am wiser than any of the kings who ruled Jerusalem before me. I have greater wisdom and knowledge of any of them. By the way, one of those was his father, David. So I set out to learn everything from the wisdom to from wisdom to madness and folly. But I learned firsthand that pursuing all this is like chasing the wind. The greater my wisdom, the greater my what? Grief. To increase knowledge only increased what? Sorrow. <laughs> so, what is it that we can learn from this that allows us not to live in grief and sorrow? And if I hear the language here, I'm hearing that I, am, I became greater than. I became more than. I achieved to win. And I lost. And mm -hmm. everyone thought he won. How many mm -hmm. times do you ever see people in your life that you go, they've got everything. What could their problem be? Problem mm -hmm. is, is they don't have, you don't have anything when you think you want more than other people or are greater than the other consciousness around you. 
Mm -hmm. I, I started to realize that the reason why that was, was because they are me. We are each other. There's no one greater, no one lesser. We are all equal in yes. every possible way. And to think otherwise would be forgetting what we are. Yes. And this yes. is where and this is where Solomon was at that time. I have a friend Dennis who says who who I don't know who she quoted from. I'll have to ask. He says, um, I ch I think it's Mc uh, Ashley McEachern, who did. Uh, Oh, I'm, I'm McLaughlin or something like that, who did Power of Eight Meditations, that she, she wrote a book on it, said, I choose to learn my lessons in joy. And we can now, because we're growing as the realization that we are one. We don't need to win anymore. That's what I learned from this. Steve, just to, you know, you said you related to Solomon in his you know, in his, uh, what do you call it? In his, Grief. like he said, he was grieving. He, he, he when he came to this knowledge, he, he, he became sad. And to be honest with you, when I first came to the knowledge that there is no outside God, there's no person in heaven, wherever we think heaven is, sitting separate from myself who, you know, all the things we taught in church, I felt like I lost my anchor. Yeah. You know? I, I, like, I, 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 I was shaky. I, I didn't have anything to stand on. Yeah. You know, until I learned to eventually, and it took a while, to, 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 to uh, accept that. And then to come to the realization that it's not a bad thing. So yes, it will take, for those who are just hearing this message, that you are the one who has forgotten who you are, it can be a little bit disorienting and you will probably go through that. Uh, is that what they call dark night of the soul? where you, you you feel you know you've lost your your Identity. your function. yeah like where do you mean there is no god where as i thought about god well there is it's you just have to think about it in a different way and so we empathize with you and what we want to do from here on is to you know explore how Knowing who you are, knowing your true identity will bring you this joy and peace that we now have that we never had before. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. I think we can I think we can start ending this here because there's not much more to say than that. That's really what we're, we're what this has brought to me. No more fear, no more anxiety, no more stress, no more. I mean, yeah, sure. Do I have some sadness? Of course, because but it's a different type of sadness now. It's a sadness of empathy. It's a sadness of being there with someone and seeing and knowing their pain, but knowing also that that pain is doesn't need to be. It can be removed. And uh, uh, the greater healing, all of the healing, we would just love for all of you to have that. Um, I personally, if you're having uh, is issues physically right now, 
comment in the comment section. I will send you energy today. And uh, maybe we'll see. I, I seem to have a gifting in this area, my wife especially. We will send you energy. We've seen people physically healed. And if that's the place where our oneness wants you to start to realize the truth of what we're saying right now, I imagine that will manifest for you. So please do so. Or relationships or anything that's causing you stress, pain, uh, lack of forgiveness or all of those things. Let us know in the comment section. Be vulnerable. Maybe you can message us in our, uh, if you have Facebook, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I have a group called One is Spirit Guide. You can message me there. You can add me, Steve Duncan. You are, uh, you don't mind as well, I would imagine, uh, to, uh, for them to message you as well. Right? Okay. Oh, me? Yes. Oh, um, well, <laughs> I don't have, anything you know formal that i offer now but i just wanted to add that steve is offering this healing he's extending himself to you because not because he thinks he is better than you or he's closer to god or something like that that he has any special powers than than you have he's Absolutely doing not. it because he knows you and him are the one yeah. being you are so, me and I am you. So. Exactly. So he can send healing uh, energy, as he says, to you and help you. And more so, or less teaching you to do the same to yourself and to other people as well. So it's not in doing so, just help you realize you have it to have the gift of healing and all of those things like that. So. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that was wonderful. And uh, this is our first one. We're going to have more. I hope you, I know you're going to enjoy our new, new ones. Please comment in the comment section. Let us know how you're enjoying this. And uh, we send you all our love. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>